The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this, Billy DeVore, and sitting next to me on the couch is... Fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I earned that. I didn't press the button again on the recorder, and Lee was about to just go on this diatribe of anger and so much pent-up frustration, and he was ready to pop, and I look over at the recorder, and I'm like... Oh, my bad. I didn't press the button again. I did. I fucked up. What's up, fuckers? It's Lee Kimbrell. How are you? You doing good? I bet you're not. I bet you're not. I bet you aren't doing that great if we're being fucking honest right now. Because the world's still shut down and the fucking Reds suck, man. They They suck suck for some reason. They suck. They fucking suck for some reason, dude. How? I don't understand. I don't get it. Trevor Bauer's the best pitcher in the league, dude. Trevor and Sonny minus two starts. Yeah, minus just now. Just now. We're recording, what, at 10.29 Eastern Standard Time. Oh, it's 11.30, dog. Your phone switched. Oh, wait. No, you're right. I just don't know how to read my watch. Yeah, yeah, you know, watches and stuff. I get it. Do you realize I have this? I've got two watches. I love watches, but then I'll look down, and I'm I'm like a third grader. I'm a third grader, and I'm counting with my fingers like eight, nine, ten. 11, 20, like, I have to do that finger math in my head. And yeah, not there, it myself. still takes you a full 30 seconds to figure out what time it is. And by right. that time, it's almost changed. It's almost changed. We're halfway to it being over. Because <laughs> I'm so used to also just grabbing my phone and looking at it and being like, ah, 927. There like, it I'm, is, you, numbers. There it is. Like, we've be- our brains have become such mush piles that, like, I can't even read a it's dial. It's just all right there. Oh, and people had to, used to have to look at the sun to figure out. Can the you time. imagine? Billy just got back from a drive-through gig in Louisville. I'm sure drive we'll talk about that. In drive-in, not drive-through. Excuse me. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to avoid is drive-through. Yes, exactly. But you hit it, and we'll talk about that too. Yeah. But um, fuck, I can't remember what I was gonna say. Yeah, I just got back. Oh no! You just got back from uh, the drive-through. I don't know. Completely lost my thought. Sorry. It's okay. For the first time in about three years, we're sitting here. We've actually got a Reds game pulled up live. I know on the TV, and I'm gonna on, on your phone rather. Right, because I always get too distracted, and I'm just like, uh huh, watching it and not paying attention to you. Yeah, exactly. And so that's I'm not what we're gonna bad. do. We're gonna. I mean, I just completely flopped out of a fucking uh, thought that I had in my head right now. Yeah, no, that happens. And that's not that's not good. No, it's because we're sitting here podcasting, baby. We're, we're live, man. We're doing it. I uh, got off to a little hot stock. You heart, did, but it's because I'm hot. You are running hot as you should be, and it's we all should be running hot. We should be upset, not just with the world and everything. This has been a rough week within the news and everything that's come out, but also the I didn't know it would ever come to this, but like. We honestly have to admit to ourselves that the Reds are not a good baseball team. And think about this. We are fighting right now to get in that eight spot, right? To be the last wildcard team. To be the best worst team. And then who do you play immediately for that three-game series? The best 
team in baseball in the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, cool, you fight to get in, maybe some momentum builds, something happens, and then you just get big-dicked by Dodger Blue. Yeah, exactly. Trevor Bauer just meets his new teammates next year yeah. <laughs> in the form of a butt-raping. God. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's it's hard to, it's hard to just... I've always prided myself on being an optimistic, glass-half-full guy. We both have. We both are. In right. life, bro. I know. I, I'm not much less hosting a Reds podcast during an era of b- the Reds being bad. Oh, did you, you saw Lance McAllister's tweets. Just blowing up. It's just, oh my God, it's brutal how bad they've been since basically we've been alive. And we're, yeah. And Pretty much. 1990, always, dude, we're the curse. We're the curse. Maybe we just need to fucking become eunuchs and then offer our dicks to the to the great god in the sky, Mr. Redlegs, and that sacrifice lets the Reds be good again. Oh. We had that span in the early I'll tens. do it. I'll sacrifice my balls, man. Dude, oh, in the early 10s, Joey Votto's MVP, Latos Volquez Cueto. I know. Like, we had some super fun teams. We had teams that were good enough that... With Johnny Gomes got to be a star on the team as a as just the because left he could just be the left fielder and bat two forty right and hit twenty three dingers and and like we had the luxury of having like a fun player yeah remember how bad Ryan Ludwig was and then terrible we were just fine we gave him two years twenty one million dollars and he just came, you know and he just like I don't know he just you know was just a dependable vet that Dusty could just flick his fucking toothpicks at I mean I went to uh, when we were playing uh, the LDS against the Giants when we won two like do you remember yeah. at one point in our lives we were up two zero in an LDS series in a five game spot. We yeah. were up 2-0, you know? And we couldn't. And I, like, I got to see the Reds win with my mom and dad and my girlfriend at a Buffalo Wild Wings. And, like, that's about all I got. Other than that, it's 95. Yeah. Jeffrey Hammond-led Reds get beat by the Mets in that playoff. Right. You know? But, I mean, other than that, it's just... Yikes. Yeah. I mean, the tides can turn what? We're in the... We're the tides can tr- turn five within this podcast. And that's what being a Reds fan is. about... I know. Just f- up and down, up and down, um, up and down. That's also what this... That is the fucking epitome of this year. That is what it's been. We 2020 s- as a whole, and then 20- especially just the microcosm of our season. Correct. It is just amplified. Where it was just like, we were so excited for this year to happen. We were so pumped... And then the bottom fell out, and then there's optimism again, and then it fell out, and there's optimism again, and it fell out. That's just how it's been. That's how this year's been. And it's, you know what? There's not a better representation of the year with what the Reds have done. Yeah, man. Whatsoever. And it, another thing that we have to keep in mind for this sports season is sports has always been like a huge, what is that stat? Oh, it's just Joseph Daniel Votto's birthday. Happy oh, okay. birthday, Dad. Yeah, happy birthday, Dad. Get a Dad. dinger. Tie this up. We fucking love you. God. Um, sports, the role that they play in our society is, it's an opiate. Of course. It's an escape. Correct. It is something to, you know, that team has my fucking city on its chest. Yeah. It's tribal. People love it. It's a huge escape. Correct. Uh, our number one boy, Mike Webby, dude. Yeah. My cousin Mike, he had a shirt on uh, over Labor Day that just said, I miss sports. <laughs> 
you know? And it's like, it's fucking, it, I, dude, I hear you, man. Like, yeah. me too. Our whole fucking country misses sports mm-hmm. because that's the role that it plays for us. And then coming into this quote unquote season of baseball. Right. We already had our Reds fandom behind it. Correct. And then we, ha- then we needed saving because of Corona. Yeah. We needed a win. We needed a big So it's like, win. we needed it. Right. So now when we lose three out of five, when we just keep going five and five and yeah. spent in runs of ten, get down ball. Get, 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 get. Morning track power. Fuck. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there was so much riding on it that if I can zoom out a little bit and try to have some perspective, it's like, of course I'm so mad about the Reds right now. Right. Because I, I needed it more than ever. I know. You know? So now it just stings. It's just like... You know, the Reds going out and fumbling and being a Cincinnati sports team. It's just salt and lemon in the wound that we had. Yep. And then it hurts especially bad because even when we were at our most optimistic, we were worried about this. We were always worried. We, we, were don't, we don't have hope in no. this city. Well, we, were <laughs> we don't have hope in this fan no, base. None. No matter who you cheer for, football, baseball, no, it doesn't matter. Like, there's no fucking hope in none. Cincinnati. The only hope that we've had is the Cyclones. Yeah, and they're who, not even real, fuck, dude. Who gives a fuck? It's like fucking kind of minor league hockey. Who cares? It is the bottom rung of minor league hockey. They're like... They're they are a, they are a they're drunk. They're a sneeze away from being a beer hockey. League. Yeah, dude, they're fucking Happy Gilmore. <laughs> you know, it's ha- they're a, they're right. all ab- you know, and much respect to them, and thanks for coming and playing in Cincy. But like, let's not get yeah. it twisted, dude. Right. It's a Reds town and Ooh. it's a Bengals town. Let's uh, not get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted. You know, huh? but like, I don't know. There's a bunch of sports in this town, and if you're a Reds fan and you've been betting for your home team then you've been hurting for four decades right also think about this with fc cincinnati like dominating usl dominating and then coming up to mls and it's just been ream job after ream job three head coach four head coach uh, head coaches you can't have any stability like it's just showing how weak the foundation is what are the odds that FC Cincinnati wins the MLS Cup in the next three years? I mean, see, that's the thing about Cincy's. You can bet on FC Cincinnati. You can bet on the Reds. You can bet on the Bengals, and they will always break your heart. Yes. But the one consistent in that, even with the ups and downs of being a Cincinnati sports fan, there is one consistent. You know what that is? Consistency is? Depression. It well, that too. <laughs> I'm talking about... A consistent spot that you can go and make your ill-fated bets. That You know what? I've been thinking about that. Is there anywhere I could go and do that? You're goddamn right there is. <laughs> it's on the internet where yeah. pain hurts less. <laughs> and it's mybookie.ag. No, yeah. it's not. It's betonline. Wow. Dot .ag. That's a throwback. It's a betonline.ag. You realize that their name is on... Our faces, like by our faces. Oh, yeah, I understand the, that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, betonline.ag. I started going for it because we riffed in there pretty well. We we did a great job getting here. Yeah, we did. And then I fumbled it at the goal line, <laughs> which is a yeah. prop bet that you can make. Yeah, there it is. On betonline.ag. Bet you know what? Back. Because we're in the throes of baseball, wow. NBA postseason, we're in the middle of it, and guess what? Huh. Football's back. 
yeah, football back. The king is back. NFL. Okay, so you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in all of the action at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, they go the extra mile, and they're making sure that you can get everything imaginable this season, okay? From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Coaching props. That's bananas. You can go on there and bet, like, what color Andy Reid's visor is going to be. <laughs> Fog. Like, yeah, 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 no shit. We'll talk about that, but that's fun. But, like, that's cool. Right. Like, everything, man. Prop bets on the coaches. Bet online. they give you more options to wager than any place online, especially Especially the one that I said on accident up top. <laughs> Bet online is so much better than my bookie. Okay, you hear me? Okay, and you can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win, division, and championship futures now. Head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Okay, Bet Online. It's your online sports, sports book coach. experts. That's right, baby. Thank you betonline.ag thank you so much thank you daddies also how strong are these socks excellent strong socks right is this going to be a future sponsor who'd you get those from uh my grandpa got them for me for christmas because he go ball no ball popple texas uh shout out frank zybel uh he so he's here's what's crazy the connection that i have that i didn't even realize with with like t-shirts and shit my grandpa has been a child like sells youth clothing, like infant, toddler youth clothes for like fifty years, and I didn't even it just that it, textile game, baby. It's in the blood. That textile game. It's in the. It's in my Jewish blood. It's who you are deep within your fucking loins. No clue. Had no clue I would love it this much until I got into it. So anyway, he found the. He sent me these awesome socks, and my nickname as a kid was uh, Buffalo Bill. <laughs> I love it. So he was like, oh. Named after or, sorry. the serial killer who skinned women. Sorry, Billy Buffalo. <laughs> he switched it. He switched it. Um, that shows you how long it's been since I've seen him that I flipped that. Because <laughs> he's in fucking Texas. Yeah, my bookie, bet online. Uh, Buffalo Bill, Billy Buffalo. Buffalo. I was a child serial killer <laughs> who wore his victim skin, but it hung like three kids trying to sneak in a trench coat yeah, in a movie no theater. Shit, dude. It was, uh, yeah, all your victims were much bigger than you. <laughs> so much you bigger. were a child. And I took him down like Gollum took down an orc, just chewed on him, you know? Death by a million bites. Oh, that's the move. I Yeah. No, but, but uh, long story short, Billy's wearing some nice designer socks that have buffaloes on them. I have two pairs of fun socks. These ones are then my baseball socks from the wedding. Oh, yeah, the baseball socks go hard. Man. Those go real hard. They're pretty dope. I just need to get back into the sock game. Can you uh, tell me a little bit about what you just did? Because I had like a complete brain fart earlier. Yeah. But the beginning of the sentence, the premise was... Billy just came from doing jokes just straight up in a field yeah, um, filled with cars. Was anybody sitting outside of their cars? Yeah. When you said, can you just fill me in on what you just, on what you just got done doing? I was like, yeah, I took my shoes off. I crossed my legs. I put them on your coffee no, not table. Not at the very moment. Uh, we're at your place, too. I was about to say, yeah, th- th- that just brought me into the moment. We are not at the Devoraporium 2.0. No. We are at the uh, Sticky Sweets. Yeah, in Newport, baby. We're over here in uh, over here on Washington Avenue, baby. Yeah, off Getting the it done. Yeah, out of the odor and into the odor. Yeah, right back in here, Come baby. On, right that was back fun. in here. Rudix with his lover tonight. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, me and Bailey are just kicking it old school. I I'm going to post that photo over that painting over there. So Andrew's been a real. He's a thrifter. Uh, what is what? Oh, what's that guy from Netflix called again? The uh, slobby. Yeah, he's becoming he's a, real, a real slobby in the world. Thin slobby. <laughs> and <laughs> <thin slobby. laughs> yeah, dude. Next thing we Skinny know, slob. Next thing we know, skin slob's gonna have like the the metal diamond teeth like him, and just like yeah, ah. for sure, big old thick chains and but, shit. But he's been putting stuff online. He's been, you know, he's doing well from what I'm hearing with everything, which is so fucking awesome. And then uh, with the vintage stuff, and then going to thrift stores, there is a hand drawn. <laughs> Is that colored pencil or marker? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You all the fact see that you it. have to ask means that you know no. what it already looks it's like, like, and we'll post it on the Instagram. But, but still, it's Ahsoka Tano, and it's and then what's so great about I love her by the way in Rebels and Clone Wars. She's fantastic, and season two of The Mandalorian, she's going to be played by Rosario Dawson. No shit, How fucking perfect. That's exciting. So pumped. But it says to Andrew from the artist, and, I was, and he found that at a thrift store. How perfect is that? It's pretty awesome. Are you scrolling through Facebook? No, I'm searching for something because what you said uh, remind or Gino came up to bat and uh, Red's Riverfront Nation. Our daddy over here, Kyle Wavra, he posted something just an amazing stat. Did you see that stat of blonde Gino versus non blonde? Oh Gino? yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I it, forgot. I meant to screenshot it, but no. Thank it, you for calling me out. But no, no. And then uh, there was also the thing, and he texted it to me, where not just the numbers, but someone said. Get get Cincy shirts on this because he's going Super Saiyan. Yeah, and we have that MLBPA license. Oh yeah, that's good. You bet your ass. I put that screenshot in the work chat. Like we do need to get on this. Yeah, no, it's super good. I can't find it right now, but uh, if you are on Facebook, follow Reds Riverfront Nation. Kyle Wavra runs a great Facebook page. He's been a guest twice. Yeah, just like fun little stats and stuff. Um, the Reds are nineteen and nine when scoring three, three runs. Correct, and that three runs is, wins us a game. Well, not tonight at the moment, but they're making it interesting. No, but see, look 19 at this. Nineteen and nine when scoring more than three runs. Gino, Gino hit one onto fucking Waverly. God damn it! Come on, dude. I can't. I couldn't pull it up for whatever reason. I couldn't find it, but like it is jarring. The stats are gross. The stats between blonde Gino and non-blonde Gino. It's like he's batting 167, not blonde. And then he's batting 290 blonde. Right, hitting dingers. And that is going back to last season, too. Yeah. That's what fascinated me was the 2019 stats. Because that was the first year he did it was last year. Yeah, because he just went blonde. He just did it. And uh, and then he re-dyed it this year. And then it's just bonkers. Complete lights on. And then he had that vlog post, the the Bowers vlog. Have you been watching that? It's fantastic. No. On Momentum. It's the COVID blog, and it's every week for him, and he's posting about what he's going through and everything. It's so great. I can't recommend it more. Um, but he said he saw Gene. He was like, hey, dyed your hair blonde again? He's like, yeah, it's time to have fun. Yeah, okay, like, good. Okay, this is what you need. If it's that, and it's clearly working, even though he looks like... Uh, I'm sorry. I love him to death. Looks like an idiot. Because it's just his... his ah! God damn it. He just struck out with two on. It's just that dark beard. Like with you, when you dye your hair blonde, you have the light beard. Yeah. And it matches... It's jet top. black on Gino. Right. Jet black. And it's jarring. He looks like a piece of film that's just been hanging out in the <laughs> Yeah, no shit. So... And that's... I mean, that... In the last like nineteen games or so, yeah, he's batting two ninety. Yeah, that shows you how bad his start was because he's still under two hundred. 
Yes. And he's, he's batting almost 300 over 20 games. Yeah, and he's cooled and off. And he's batting again. 190. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, we talked about that at the beginning of the season of just like there are some studs out there who are just mathematically just going to have rough fucking years. Right. If you have a bad, I mean, uh, what's his name? Bell, Josh Bell. Yeah. Uh, Josh Bell just went just went one for 26. Yikes. That's your season. Yeah, that is. It's, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, what? A, a fourth, a quarter, or a fifth of your at-bats? Correct. And you're batting point one. Yeah. Like, that's your season. Yeah. You know, it's like, so th- these guys, like, baseball players are just so wrapped up in numbers. I mean, everybody's mm-hmm. been tracking and looking at their stats since they were 12 now. Right. Well, that's also how they make their money. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's what we talked about, too, at the beginning of this. I'm like, so he's going to look, and it's like an anomaly, so he's not going to have a great arbitration. But then it's like if someone bats well above expectations, then it's like, oh, it's a short season. It's a lose-lose. Well, yeah, we talked about that on the pod, like about just like the grievances with the players' union. That's what they were so mad about is because this season they are getting paid an amount of money. That's not great. No, it's not great, and they do get to perform. But regardless, this season is a wash because the people paying you in the future – are going to point to 2020, and it's just like you said. Right. They're either going to say, you sucked, right. or if you fucking killed it, they're going to say, it was a 60-game season, you couldn't sustain that. Correct. So it's like these guys are just going out there and just playing. It's like a truly a phantom year. Right. Where you just get to go out and go and we, just play ball. And hope for the best. I know, man. Um, which also makes things interesting. Oh, okay, that makes sense. They just pulled out Jose Garcia. Or wait, no. They pulled out Moose? Oh, come on. Well, I thought Jose was at second. Was he? And then who's playing short tonight? I'm having a, am I having a brain fart? Because they, ha- they have Moose at second, and they had Garcia at short. They had him. Oh, yeah, the foot. He got drilled in the foot. That's right. It, he might have really done something. Can't catch a fucking break with Moose, dude. I know. And the, one of the guys you thought was going to be dependable all year out with COVID, out with that fluke getting drilled in the thigh. Bless you. And then gets gets drilled, drilled on top f- of the foot. On the top of the foot. I mean, at least we have him for three more years. Right. <laughs> well. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Contractually speaking. Correct. Uh-huh. There's no way that a 60-game season up to this point flop that we've had, we don't just, like, Become full blown seller rebuilders again? Do we off of this? No, because we don't have the pieces in the farm. Yeah, to exactly, do it. not anymore. Because we just did it. Right, we for just did this it this season, and it and we traded away what we traded away. Just Trammel, 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 Josiah Gray, Siri, Shedlong, Siri. We DFA'd. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not enough pieces to be uber thrilled about. I mean, I'm so glad Tyler Stevenson's up here finally again and he needs to stay up here. I mean, Jose Garcia, I'm really glad he's up here, but he sh- but his bat is not It's just he, not quite major league status yet. No, he's only he's not he hasn't played above high A ball. Yeah. The biggest jump in minor league baseball is going from high A to double A because then if you start dominating double A, then you move to the bigs. Yeah. Cuz that's the best pitching. Those are guys who are Hauling it, Triple A is just that in between of either guys who are like a big leaguers, so scotch they're this close, or they're back down after coming from being up, mm-hmm. like your Shepplers. So, 
Who? Oh, stay in the yard. It's also so hard. Oh, okay. Well, Brian Wood Goodwin kept it in front of him. That's good. No, okay, but see, but yeah. this is what I'm talking about, and it breaks my fucking heart to say it about the Cubs, but it's just, it is what it is. What just happened is, um, who is that? That's Wilson Contreras. Yeah, Contreras just blew one into center field. Goodwin kept it in front of him, but it just wasn't the right play, and it was legged out into a double. You know what's crazy? And then he pops up from sliding into a legged out double, and he looks at the dugout and they're all screaming at him the cubs look like they love playing baseball yep and the reds look like they just punched in on a fucking clock and showed up to their job to be a baseball player yep that's exactly what it I is i mean man. the reds look like a team dude is it all ross i don't think it's all ross i think but it's, it's like leftover from the madden nucleus yeah but it is david ross dude it's for sure is he's definitely it is david ross it's their buddy but also like for 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 jizzo and for uh chris bryant yeah for jizzo Bob. for jizzo and also anthony rizzo, rizzo yeah <laughs> <laughs> jizzo anthony rizzo Baez, um, you know, there's still those guys, the core that's there, that um, Hayward, that were there when he was like, when it was Ross, yeah, when it was Jenin. when yeah, when it was like we're the this is we are the best team in baseball. We broke the curse. We fucking finally got to euthanize that Billy Goat, and we're good. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that is true. They are like a part of a of a dynastic type thing right right now. and madden had ran his course and there were some moves and i don't know how things were going inside of the clubhouse but clearly him being there has pushed them over the top it's just so wild that's oh, man. big one big boy here comes the big sneeze <laughs> bless large you. sneeze but okay we're in the middle of a season. We're in the middle of a game right now where if we... Oh, what a play. Joseph. What a play, J.D. There it is. The slide into first. Okay, well, one out. You've got a runner on third, threatening again. This but, Cubs offense is doing what the Reds can't. Get them on. Move them around. Get them over. And then get, get them, them in. in. Get like the goal, like our old daddy, George Grant, used to say. Get them on. Get them over. Get them in. Well... We're in the middle of a game right now where, like, we could feasibly come back and win. It would be a, a huge win for us, but um, could, we could win, and this season could not be in complete turmoil and yada, 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 whatever. Right. We're in, we're, once again, we find ourselves recording a podcast where the next seven days is the season. Correct. And we said it before, and we're going to put it off for another fucking episode because I'm not ready to put the white flag up. I'm not either. But we're real we in a fully hypothetical world and we don't know what our roster is going to look like next year because people will leave. Freddie Galvis is gone. Trevor Bauer is most likely gone. Um those are two I mean Bauer I mean, Bauer's, Bauer's our guy. He's the best player on our team right now. Yeah, he's, it's not even close. It's not even. It's not even close. Castellanos could leave. He could opt out. Castellanos will be as gone as fast as he can. Yep, and I think that he would. Well, I don't. I don't know. But the start of the season with him taking those fly balls and right, I don't know what his and Bell's relationships like. Uh, um, but I mean, he's like, if this guy's still here, I'm fucking out of here. Which also puts you in a predicament because a lot of those coaches like him. God, fuck. Triple. Okay. Oh, 
from Cameron Maben from the ghost of top prospect past. No shit. But uh, so what I was saying yeah. is we don't know what it's going to look like. Correct. But just for conjecture's sake, just for the sake of talking about it on a baseball podcast. <laughs> That's our job. Yeah, which is what we are actively doing. Correct. Who is your horn who's the who's your best candidate to manage this team? Because I mean, David Ross is a unique thing. Like he won right. a World Series with the Cubs five years ago. Dude, this is the fan pick, and I don't know if if you do it. If no other veteran manager out there, say like a Buck Showalter, would take the job, or I don't yeah, even know even who else then, is available. Do you even do that? I would. He's well. He's won everywhere he's been. Yeah, I mean, he's like eighteen hundred and eighteen hundred. The guy is like. Been, he's a manager in the seventies, right? You know, so like, I get it. Do you do that, or do? You, and, and I don't hate Buck Showalter, but I'm just saying, like, I love Buck Splash. splash? Here's what you do. Here's the splash. The fans been saying it for a couple fucking years. It's Barry Larkin. Yeah, it's Larkin. I know, and Larkin is exciting, but what Larkin lacks in any type what, of like, coaching, managing experience, yeah. correct? No, but I'm not saying that. But it's, it's like. You could get away with hiring a David Ross who had no experience because he played five years ago. Larkin's been out of the yeah. game for 15 years. Right, but he's also the last guy that has won a fucking pennant in Cincinnati, like won a World right. Series in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's true. So that is there. I just don't Hall know how Famer. much he... I, yeah, but like how much has he evolved with the game playing golf in Florida? True, I know you're. You know what right. I'm and saying. He comes up. He comes up. He hasn't taken like a minor league gig or like worked his way up. Um, what about but, what about the same sexiness? Okay. And I have heard zero whispers of it, of but course. I'm just saying, like in a hypothetical world where we're getting horny on who the Reds' next manager will be, because David Bell's not going to be our manager next year. Would you agree? I mean, here's the thing. You're talking about a family dynasty of the Bells. You're talking about a fucking shitbag season that is the 60 games. You're talking about also you're running the risk of losing DJ, who's the most important piece of yeah, this yeah, puzzle. Yeah, 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 you can't throw Derek Johnson away. No. But, like, Derek Bell shit the bed this year. David Bell did shit the bed this year. I, I don't know what you do. But I I don't I'm I can I'm fifty fifty on it. I mean I, he's made some moves that I'm like fuck. But yeah. then that have lost us games. But at the same time, like he's corrected and gotten better throughout the season. I know. I just want someone to blame. And I'm we not. All do. I'm, and I'm not even necessarily like a fire everyone guy. Well, there's... I like a little consistency, but like. I don't know, man. It just doesn't look like it's well, gelling in that clubhouse. Well, of These course. These guys don't look like they're enjoying themselves at right. the job. You, you pay $164 million. You sign up $164 million in the offseason. You have expectations, of course. But here's the thing, man. These guys went through what all of us have gone through with this pandemic. Exactly. And, of course, you have basically you overhaul, right, you overhaul your, your squad. Right field, second base, um, and you had Bauer for half a season, but still getting gelled in with everybody. But it, like, according to his blog, it looks like he is. Um, I don't know if that's enough time to get everybody on the same page. When you look at what the Dodgers did in the offseason, all they did was, I don't know, 
Bring in the best player yeah. in baseball who only the best got baseball player, better. Mookie. Right. So that was enough to fire him up. And and that's the only piece. That's like the big piece they were missing. With the Reds, you had so many moving parts. So yeah, it, it, it wasn't. It Castellanos is in no universe of Mookie Betts. He's a very exciting player. He's a very Shogo Akiyama is not Mookie Betts. Like we brought. You're, that's a good point. Like you bring in a complete known entity like Betts. Right. He bets three forty. You know what I'm saying? Hits like, dingers yeah. and is has one of the best arms in baseball. Best outfielder in the league, arguably. Like that's a known entity. You bring in a bunch of, you know, we brought in like three super solid players that right. could equal a Mookie Betts. Right. But then, just like you said, that's three fully moving pieces. Right. You know. But what I was gonna say is just for full blown sexiness, our next manager. Yeah. Junior. Oh my God! How There's, tight would that be? It's, it's tight. It's Fat Junior, Fat in junior. a jersey, looking like his dad, Junior XL. Like that's that's swag, and that's like kind of what we were excited about about this season. The reason why this letdown feels so big is it's like people were talking about us. Oh yeah, we were sexy. We were cool. We were good. We spent the money. We got the play. Like Cast- everyone watching, wanted Castellanos. And watching stuff from summer camp, there was swag on that field. There was swag that first game. Big swag. Opening day, Big. 7-1. We watched it on your roof. I fucking shed a tear. It was beautiful. Because baseball was happening, and Moustakas did what Moustakas was going to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, we won 7-1. We hit three dingers. I was like, oh, oh my boy. sweet God, here we go. With Sonny Gray hurling. Save my summer, you know? Right. And that was, you know, but how cool would that be if... Junior was it'd be a dope, but I don't think you're getting him off the couch. No, I'm a See, big that, fan of it. I that's love the same the thing with Lark. You know what I'm saying? It's like both of those are fun, but like, why would you just stop doing whatever you want to do and golf every day? Right. Exactly. There's, There's no. Reason. They're fucking fine, dude. Yeah. No. No reason. You know who could be fun? That who has experience coaching, and I think he's managing a call like a small college team. You know, I'm bringing up. Corky? The flat top. Oh, yeah. Chris Sabo. Yeah, Sabo. He is managing it. Corky would be fun, too, just keeping it in-house. I like Corky because Corky strikes me as the kind of guy, doesn't he seem like a fun manager who gets it, who's played a great American? 100%. Who gets being... I mean, Corky was just never a star. He was just always serviceable and enjoyable. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Fan favorite, cult hero. Yeah. I think that that's... And he's... Coaching within our system, yeah? Yeah, Louisville. Yeah, AAA. Right. So bring up the manager with the funny fucking handlebar mustache. Who, who gets who, it. Who will drink a beer in the fucking locker room. And, right. like, I don't know, like, it just doesn't. And obviously, from the fans' point of view, mm-hmm. as as many abysmal games as we've had this season, like, it just, it's it's doesn't look fun. I said it earlier. It's like these guys no. look like they're just clocking in. And there is something to like the professionalism that Joey brings and just clocking in and doing your job and going. In, but it's like, right. We need fucking dogs, man. I we know. need a dog, I dude. Know. But, we need a fucking dog. I know. And Bauer's a dog, but he plays once every five days. Right. 
you don't have you, and Joey doesn't bring the swag and he doesn't Castiano he brings a different kind of swag he brings a I'm clocking in I'm clocking out I'm putting in the work and I'm gonna do it on the field you guys fucking get me yeah no if Joey and, has a team around him that's winning fucking World Series then he's the swaggiest right. player of all time but also think about this with with Moose. We brought him in to be the leader in the clubhouse, to be the vocal leader, and to be the vo- leader on the field. Well, the problem is he has not on the field. been on the field. He's not on the field. It's de- yeah. It, there's a lot of factors within here that are unbelievably depressing. We didn't think that the bullpen would start off this bad. We didn't think that Bob Steve would be this bad. We knew the defense was going to be this bad. We didn't think that we, we were going to be talking about how Neither of us even remember Nick Senzel. Who is at Prasco. Yeah, but like he he doesn't even come up on the pod anymore. No, because he's been out for almost completely a fucking Completely out of sight, out of mind, man. Yep. Just completely taken out by COVID. I and know. I hope he's okay. And I and like it clearly he is. He's back at, back at Prasco, but right. like he's getting there. I mean Sinzel's gonna have fifty at bats this year. I know. It's, and you you were banking on him to play center. And with him not playing center, Shogo still isn't our starting center fielder. No, and guess what? That play with Brian Goodwin that happened, if Shogo was in center, that would not have happened. No, simply wouldn't have happened. And he's having a great series. He's ba- bouncing back. I, yeah. Alicia's dad, Frank, my dad, too. We're married. Um is like beyond livid at David Bell for how much he's underusing Shogo. As you should. Agree. Let the dude. guy figure it out. He came here. We've talked about this too. I mean, it feels like we're beating a dead horse like the one that's painted on your wall. Um Man of War, rest in peace. R.I.P. Um but like you've got to no, just I mean, let him for, play every but day. For le- for, but for what? Uh nine million dollars a year? Right, you need and to let him figure it out. He's just a piece. Yeah, no, which he's not, and it's just David Bell being—he was being finicky at the beginning of the year and just being being. He, I think, I think I've said this before, but he's like that new boss at when you work at a restaurant. That guy, the manager who comes in. It's so funny, it's still a manager. Comes who comes in, still a manager. Fucks with everyone's schedule, trying to show who's in charge. All this bullshit. And it's just like I'm gonna and like just totally fucking or up, not fucking even with everything because yeah. they can. Yeah, that's exactly what because he's doing. they're able to because right. they have the fucking the green light. Yeah. To I'm gonna do take so. your top server and I'm a you know what this happened to Alicia. This guy came in. This manager came into the Eagle. She was the number one server in the restaurant and one of the top servers in all of Thunderdome. This new manager comes in. He's like, I don't like your attitude. I'm taking you. I'm putting you on lunch now to fucking get it together. And she's like, he's like, what? I'm your best server. She's, he's like, yeah, I'm knocking you down a peg because I can't. I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous. So, whatever. So I mean, we're seeing that what now with s- what's going down in our country. Yeah. People will take power when they can, and then once they get it, and I'm not saying David Bell is some nefarious guy. I think that he is acting just like anybody would in the position. He believes... And what he was doing, and he did it. He, he you know, right. he, like he wasn't just swinging his dick around for dick swinging purposes, right? You know, but like the dick swing is doing its fucking damage, right? Like that's why I thought K uh, Junior is like a fun idea, just because I see him just like you want to talk about player first, like 
Yeah. What coach got under Griffey's skin? He's the best player of all time. No, uh, probably like, Lou. He, people just no, but I'm just saying, like, folks let him play. Yeah. People got in his head, and I'm sure steered him in certain ways in his career. But ultimately, you can't coach King Griffey Jr. to go out there and beat King Griffey Jr. No, I don't know if anybody understands the the how important it is to just let somebody play yes. more than you know the kid. Right. Oh, Galvis stretching into a double. Oh yeah. And by the way, since we've been talking, the Reds have gone from up three one to down seven three. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that yes. I mean, dude, the fact that me and Bill haven't been screaming out in in great anger. Whoa. I mean, but that's how much how much of baseball is that? A couple innings ago, Lorenzen sails a fastball. He tried to throw too hard. Stevenson loved that he's up here. Uh, that wasn't on him. No, no, no. But still, can't get a handle on it. Right. So from first and second with one out, we're now at second and third with one out. And then what is the very next pitch, Bill? A fucking dribbler to shortstop. It would have been a sure six four three double play to end the inning. Yep. And it was just a run. And runners on first and third with two outs, and then another run comes in. Yep. And that's what baseball is. That's what we were talking about last week with some of the luck. Yep. Timing and Timing. order and just shit fucking luck, man. Yeah, and they're just not landing where they aren't. Which we got to watch the Cardinals just do that to Sonny Gray. We got to watch I mean that happened. It's continuing to happen in Pittsburgh. I mean, I mean, dude, what, we what sound those... like Cincinnati sports fans right now. I man. know, not optimistic. All that. What? What was that Saturday night when we are just? Where was that Friday night? We're at the show, and we are looking at our phones, and Gino hits three dingers. And can you look up the final for that one? Because I think it was still close, even after Gino hit three home runs, he single handedly carried our offense. To victory, because he had to go out there and throw it and hit three homers. Winkers fucking cooled off. Like I mean, no one can maintain the pace he had at all. No, but he's cooled off. It's just he's cooled off. And then even after those those the that that three homer game, it's like he used Eugenio used all that magic, and it slowed down again this week. You just you don't know who to look for to just. Get the fuck on base. Like, it's insane. Like, it is it is beyond ridiculous besides Shogo, who's been going out three for four, two for four in this series. Who else is fucking doing it? But it also doesn't matter with Shogo because he's just not an everyday player. He is. He has been since he's been playing left a lot, which is a misposition. that Like, he should be in center for this. Brian Goodwin should be in left. Shogo should be in center. It might be that oh Wrigley plays weird. Let the guy fucking figure it out. Yeah, he's, he's here for four years. Player. He's a professional baseball player who came from Japan. I understand that all, that most of the fields are domes. Fucking let him figure it out. Yeah, he is here to learn and do this and to. F- Ugh. Oy vey. Um, but oi motherfucking vey, Bill. Bill. It's just it is what it is right now, and. If if they turn around and win this game, the season we're back on track. If not, then we are fucking four games back, and with with still two series that are very scary. That I'm like, oh, oh they the could White go Sox and six. Twins are fucking sick. That's terrifying. Those are two really good teams, and they both just hit dingers. And they they also get guys on. They get guys on, and they also manufacture runs. All right, here we go. See, 
That's what he does. Top of the sixth, he, Shogo just saw 10 pitches and got a walk. <laughs> ten, right. That's what he does, too. He just stretches, counts, and that's what he's done all year. Yeah. And that's and you 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 don't see a whole lot of patience out of out of Castellanos. And you see you see it out of Winker. Winker sees the ball well. But there there was an at bat last night where I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? The ball was hit a foot away before it even came close to crossing home plate. Hit in front of the plate and then dribbled. And Winker check swung at it. There wasn't even a chance where that fucker was even, didn't even in the bottom of the zone. Like yeah, it, it went just, 59 feet. Ridiculous. I don't know. I mean, I understand that we are sitting on a couch. I am I am a, a chunky boy <laughs> yelling about millionaire athletes and when they should and shouldn't swing at, a, at another human being hurling an 88-mile-per-hour curveball or change-up that I would probably just shit my pants. Sure, man. That's why this podcast is good is because we don't pretend (laughs) to be better than these guys. We're just like frustrated. I I love that aspect of this pod, man. We'll get so fired up and just be like, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. They're also going through COVID. It's like we're true fans of these guys. Right. Like I really do cheer for them because I want them to feel the joy of bringing a city joy and right. therefore I will feel it well, you know but like we both are just fans of the human experience we've also been up in front of people and been ridiculed a lot oh yeah been judged oh. over and over and over I got oh yeah you brought it up this yeah, is we a great we segue into it. I've been we doing. We didn't quite get there, but listen to this. We've been. I've been doing drive-in shows. I did one Saturday. I did one Sunday. I did one tonight. Um, so the the flaw for both of the Saturday and Sunday shows was that besides them being drive-in shows, correct. Um, there was a lot of flaws. Uh, we'll start with they had us performing at three thirty in the afternoon, middle of the day, baby. Middle of the day. One of my riffs, you bet your ass I use it again tonight. I didn't know I was going to have to do comedy and worry about getting sunburned. Yeah, love that. Sun beating down. Brutal. Uh, 3.30 in the afternoon, and they didn't pair it up with, like, two movies afterwards or whatever, which is what they did tonight, which made a lot more sense. Yeah. Because then people came out. I opened for Anchorman and Tommy Boy. Love it. Two classics. Classics. Two different eras, complete classics. Ricky stayed. His It was his dad's birthday yesterday. Fun. And those are like Ricky and his dad's like, we love those movies. Yeah. So he went separate with his dad. And I got to see Rick Glore parked, parked up, masked up in this car, didn't get out. Just like, I'm an old man. I'm afraid to get out, which don't blame him. Ricky's dad is Rick Glore. Yeah. How tight That's is that? So funny. Dude, his dad's got this great white mustache, white. He's got this just white beating white hair and he's got he was wearing his Burt Reynolds hat love it he's the best he fucking rules and uh first thing I said was what's up pops he's like hey Billy good to see you whatever he's like excited for the show and I'm like sure um (laughs) (laughs) but and then uh so for for Saturday they have us you know you go to a drive-in there's a giant fucking screen uh they have us like 50 feet in front of it just standing at the edge of the parking lot with these cars just parked. Some people sitting in their chairs outside of it. Some people sitting in their cars. You can kind of hear them laughing. They're a little far away from you. They're like 20 feet. And then the people in their car, they're supposed to fucking honk. Yeah. I just look in there and I just see them like they're laughing. They're forgetting to honk because they are laughing. 
Yeah. Head back. Like, they're having a great time, but I am not coming. You know what I mean? I'm not. No come. You were just standing in a silent field. All edge. All edging. It was. So, <laughs> one of the riffs I had was this guy had the the um, the hatch back to their van open. This guy, he's probably like 23, 24 with his mom. And he's wearing a flash shirt. Huh? And he would just say, he would, you know, at the end of a, at the end of a chunk, he would just say something and acknowledge that the joke was over, which was fine. I needed just anything at this point. At one point, the kid just goes, relatable. And I was like dying. I'm like, what's your name, man? And he goes, I'm Dallas. And I was like, cool, I'm going to call you every other city in Texas. <laughs> Austin. Austin. I called him uh, Lubbock. Dallas, Fort Worth. San Antonio. <laughs> and then I called him Santa Fe and I went, testing you, that's in New Mexico. Uh, then he came up after like shuffling up and, and I was like, what's up, Houston? He goes, my friends call me that all the time. And I was like, oh, there's something off about this kid. Yeah. Because also he would get out when we would, I would say honk. I would point at a car and go, you better fucking honk. And, <laughs> and what a world. And Amarillo, Amarillo, Amadillo, Amadillo. Fuck. Armadillo. Armadillo would stand up. I had it right at the show, I promise you. Stood up, and instead of going to the driver's side of the car to go honk the horn, he would get up. He would take a different route every time. He would open the sliding door to the van, crawl through, and then start honking the horn. Well after I told him to. Or he would get up, he would open up the passenger side door, leaned over, and then honk the horn. Oh, so you mean to tell me that fucking Dallas was having a goddamn blast. He was having the most fun, and I... Fucked with him and had fun for 15, 10 minutes of my set out of the 25. Yeah. And then just fucked with everybody. And then my go-to was uh, I started, I threatened the first time, the first, that Saturday show. I threatened that if they didn't start honking, I would start auctioning off their cars. <laughs> That's fun. It was so fun. Um, but here's the thing. Dallas shuffled up to buy one of Ricky's CDs. And, and then once he did that, I was like, oh, no, he's special needs. And we were like, oh, this guy is, we think he's special needs. Like, <laughs> and then we started putting it together. We really started putting it together. <laughs> that, you know, flash t-shirt. Oh, no way. 24 with his mom. And there were points where he'd be laughing so hard at a joke. The van's open. He's just sitting on the tailgate. He would lay all the way back and then just start doing a death roll like an alligator back and forth and then just hitting the wall of the van. And I was like, dude, I I knew I it's like when he shot boys up, touched. Boys v- touched by an angel. For well, sure. Bill, so what an absolute victory. Right. You gave that guy his best fucking night of Guess all what? of COVID. Guess what? His mom messaged Ricky and said, thank you so much. My son and I had such a great time. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Sounds corny, but that's literally why we do it. That's exactly why we do that's it. That's why we do it. It's to right. try to be that for someone in for one night. For one night. Oh, Bill, Hold dude. on, hold on. One afternoon. One middle of the day. Man. Afternoon. No, but for real, man. It was I cool. Mean, like, that is an affirmation. That is like why you do it. Exactly. No, dude, that fucking rules. I love to hear that. It was that. so That's cool. That's really cool. Thanks, man. Speaking of cool, what? how are your balls? My balls? Yeah, temperature of your balls. Hot, right, cold? Right now? Right now. Well, I'll admit that I've got a, I've got, I've got a little bit of like a ball deodorant on my oh, balls really? right now. It's from this company that I know. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, so my preserve, I've got my ball preserver on, my crop preserver. Nice. I can't remember the name of the company. What's it called? Is it, is it uh, dude trimming? It's like, it's like man trim or like dude trims. Oh, it's uh, It's like broscaping. Masculine waxing. Mask wax. Mask wax. We're starting that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's going to be a future sponsor. Future sponsor. It's just us sponsoring it. But what is it? I can't get my fucking finger on my hairless balls. Manscaped. Oh, it's manscaped. Com. It's fucking manscaped. Oh, man. This shit has totally changed my life. The 2.0 has been great. I can't wait to get a 3.0. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you the confidence boost through body image. I've spent the time losing the weight. Now i got to shed some more pounds. Now it's time to man your scape. Man that scape, baby. The Lawnmower 3.0, check this out. Waterproof. Comes Come on. with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower in the dark or in a dark shower. Come on. Whatever floats your balls boat. Can you not afford your electricity bill? Well, then get <laughs> manscaped. Get manscaped. Dude, they also have their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tipped tweezers, round point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit Nail file Come on their on. website web You know their website Websites Websites dot, dot smug um, <laughs> <laughs> um, They have the crop preserver You already touched on it Because you touched it On your balls Because my balls are good Ball deodorant It fucking rules It actually works It works great And it'll also Tame that summer swamp ass With natural hydrators And oxidants Dude put it on your ass Didn't even think about that Your balls and asshole Don't have to smell bad They don't have to I like it when it smells bad Though it gives me Something to pet me up Yeah Bill like the stink. I love the stench. Um, oh, then there's the yeah. Then just you know what? Go to manscaped.com and check out some of these life changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get twenty percent off plus free shipping with the promo code armchair, armchair. at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the promo code armchair. armchair. It's time to grab twenty twenty by the horns and start shaving that front trunk. You know, I love Manscaped as a sponsor. I just got to say that that's not a good closing line. It, it it makes no sense because I don't have a trunk. I have whiskers. Yeah. I have a whisker. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like f- your front trunk? No. You're going to close on a pseudonym, pseudonym for a dick? Yeah. Also, I don't Just have say a- Manscaped. Make your dick and balls look better. Do you have a back trunk? Me? Yeah. Nary a back trunk. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I don't have a tail. You don't have a tail? Yeah, no tail. Oh, what a great Queens of the Stone Age song. If I had a tail, uh-huh, the fat. I don't remember. Rest in peace. They're all alive. Oh, I was thinking of uh, who's who's the guy who who's Homer? Josh. Uh, Josh Home. He's alive. Someone died in a band that had Stone or Queen in the name. You. Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots. Two very different bands. Okay, well, Stone's in the name. That's fair. I'll that guy died. That. You know what? You're right. You're right. That guy I'm died. being an asshole. No, I'm just like on the fringe of pop culture. Heroin. That's right. That's right. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not me. Just that just that green heroin, baby. Um, but you know what? Since we're talking about heroin... <laughs> 
you know, touching on it. Dude, betonline.ag, their prop bets are so good. You can bet on the number of people to OD in Newport. I knew that was a futures bet. Which it's a futures <laughs> bet, and I'm telling you, the money's good. I'm paying my rent off this shit. Let me tell you, the over-under, it's 15. Oh. <laughs> and you take that over. And you know what? I'm making sure the over happens. You take that over, but I'm just kidding. Don't do heroin. <laughs> find a different... Find a, find a different vice. Be become a gambler, and yeah. you know why you can do that more now than ever. Why football's back, motherfucker? That's right. Football's back. Okay, so with COVID, you might not be able to go to the game, but that doesn't mean you can't still be in the action at BetOnline.ag. Okay, BetOnline, they're going the extra extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, okay? Yep. You can bet on game outcomes. You can bet on spreads and totals. You can bet on a team. You can bet on a player or coach prop. All sorts of fucking bets. You can bet on the number of OD deaths in Newport. Yeah. Bet online. They give you more options to wager than any other place online, okay? You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win, division, and championship futures right fucking now. Right now. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. The Reds just got the two first runners on in the inning and then struck out three times in a row. Sounds like the Reds. That's a good bet to make if you want to get your fucking heart broken. So I got to tell you about Sunday. Lay it on me. So Sunday we pull up to, to Middle Point, Ohio. Oh, real quick. You know what's also great about betonline.ag that they need to put in that read? What? You can bet on the on politics. You yeah. can bet on the presidential outcome. Yeah, How bet f- bet on anything, any yeah. kind of uh public election. Right. My grandpa, the the non-mask wear anti-max mask and libertarian motherfucker. Love him to death, but his politics are whack. Um he bet 125 that Trump would win with the popular vote and the electoral college. He put 125 down, and he could win 500 bucks if that happens. No shit. Yeah. He's like, whatever. If, if I lose, it's 125 bucks. I'm out. Who gives a fuck? But yeah, if I exactly. win, it's $500. I mean, who knows? Whatever. I don't hate that bet. I don't either, man. I don't either, but... I mean, I hate that bet, but like, I respect... I respect the game. The, like, making the bet. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, game, game respects game. Grab a drink. Um, but... Because I, I, you know, I don't know. And one of the things that we also talked about that's so wild is this, no matter who wins, we argued about it, no matter who wins, who loses, this election needs to be a landslide for either side. It has to be. You can't have any indecision with this. Well, that's what's so scary is that no matter what the indecision, like, even if it's a landslide or not, there will be with all the mail ins, all the mail in ballots, all of like there it's there's gonna be like potentially four or five days after the election where we don't know where the president right. who, where we don't know who the president is gonna be. Correct. And then you've got, you know, Donnie T's gonna do his fucking thing in that period. I was talking about this with Rudick today, not to get too political, but like regardless of how let's say hypothetically Biden wins in a landslide. That lame duck president period between November and January. Oh boy, that's scary. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Donnie T with nothing to lose. Yeah, he's gonna pardon Bill Cosby. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> that would be the funniest thing of all time. 
He's going to pardon Bill Cosby and Jizzwell Maxwell. <laughs> God, if he pardoned Bill Cosby, oh my God. I would fucking, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, it'd be the funniest thing it of all time. It would be the funniest thing, the best joke that Bill Cosby <laughs> could have ever written. A hundred rapes. <laughs> just the, just the, the, the Hall of Fame of rape. Just fucking out there. Just gets fucking, just gets out because Donnie T's just like, who knows, who gives a fuck, you're pardoned. He's gonna pardon Jizwell. He's gonna he's gonna pardon Big Bird. Big Bird's like I'm fine. He's like you're still getting a no. Pardon. You're pardoned. You got a presidential pardon. pardon he's gonna pardon Elmo. He's gonna pardon Weinstein. Oh, hilarious. Um, but Saturday, Middle Point, Ohio, cruise up, and uh, and it's a haul. Now, what's cool about Middle Point? The first show was a little scary. All Trump signs. Whatever. Not just Trump signs, like people like there are people on the sides of the roads in these small towns making their own Trump signs and selling them. And these people are so fucking stupid that they're paying for them when they just emailed Trump at Trump dot biz dot com or whatever. But what's so crazy about that is you see that in small towns and it's like double crazy because everyone in that small town already agrees. Right. So it's just like an entire small Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee town. Cult. Where everyone's cultish. It's cult. Everyone is just like feverishly being excited about the same thing. Correct. And it, and just like you said, I mean, that's, that's the most grotesque. I think I've said it on the pod. That's the most grotesque thing about Trump is that the people that love him the most, he wouldn't piss on them if they were on fire. Correct. He is disgusted mm-hmm. by poor people, and they are his base. He's disgusted by it. But let's also be fair here. Flip it on the other side. You go to a you go to a, a, metrop- a thriving metropolis, an urban city, and you see Biden signs everywhere. You see affluent areas, some where it's in a liberal part of town, and it's all Biden signs. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing on both sides. Yeah. And you know what? Biden also wouldn't piss on you to put out a fire. Yeah, no doubt. It's the same on both. No, it's they're cut from the same cloth. I think right. that, I think that like. Which is made in China. Yeah, no shit. By fucking child slave labor. And with Biden, it's the prison labor system. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. So it, they're, they're the same. But um, this also ties in later to the story. But when driving up to Middle Point, what was so interesting was that it was split. He was a Biden-Trump, Biden-Trump. On the way to the first show, which was not Middle Point, that was in um, – I'm sorry. That was Middle Point. I apologize. Liberty Center was the more farther one north on Sunday. But Saturday, what was so wild, we're leaving the drive-in. And there are two guys standing on the side of the road in someone's huge front cornyard with a – Cornyard. With a fucking – card piece of card like a box that they clearly broke down that says that they hand wrote in magic marker honk if you love trump i'm like what are you doing that's the you know what they're doing that's what they're doing is they're just sitting there fucking drinking keystones out of the slamming you know it's drinking beers literally drinking beers on the corner of the road being like I mean, they they would have done that ten years ago, except the sign would have said "Honk if you've loved titties." Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like it's the same thing, but it's just like a different thing to yeah. love. It's just an identity, of course. 
It's like that's the scariest thing about Trump is it's like I empathize and love a lot of his supporters, man. I do too. I feel bad for him. <laughs> Trump is the only thing that they've been even been able to cling to in the last 30 years. What other politician has led them to believe, even though it's a complete con and it's fake, Sure, they believe in sure. Donald Trump and they haven't believed in anyone. Right. I mean, W, they didn't even, there wasn't even like a cultish following. Because the cult, it wasn't even, able, you couldn't make a cult no one, dude. Right. You couldn't. Because there wasn't Twitter. Because well, the president didn't have a Twitter and right. the president wasn't on five different news stations being spun five different ways 24 hours a day. Correct. Like, Trump is the complete amalgamation of all of the evils of this world. And he really is. And also, with those people, it warrants a very hard and genuine response. It's either love or hate. Yeah. There's no, like, you know, Trump's fine. He's whatever. He's passable. There's none of that whatsoever. So it's just that, that's just so interesting. So. We go out to Liberty Center. We pull into the theater. It is drizzling. It is going from drizzle to medium rain. And they're like, rain or shine, we're doing the show. The wife and the husband who own both of these drive-in theaters come out, set up the tent. And we had like 13, 14 cars for this one. Eventually it stopped raining. We get out. John 13, 14 cars, mind you, is like at the least 14 people. At the most, it's like 30. Right, and we had probably like 25, 26. So a lot of them are sitting outside in their chairs. They're sitting there, whatever. Um, Some people honked. Some people laughed. And then I went up, and I did the car auction joke. Some people honked. Some people didn't. And it got to the point where I wasn't like bombing, but I was just like, you know what? I need a, they need a little pep because yeah. they did my paper shredder joke. I love it's I love doing that joke because it's a longer one with a lot of jokes built into it. But the thing is, it's a longer joke with a lot of jokes built into it. Yeah. That's one overall arcing theme. That's and if you three to four minutes and you're just talking to windshields, correct, yelling and walking around and pacing to windshields. So I started pepping them up, and I just started auctioning off their cars. I fucking did it. And I had them honking, going back and forth. I was selling somebody's Dodge. I sold a Chrysler Plymouth minivan for 55 bucks. Yeah. And I started at a dollar. I mean, that's what this is. And then raised five, ten, and just had it going, and I brought out my auctioneer voice. Five dollars, can I get five dollars? Oh, I got ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars. Fifteen, fifteen, can I get fifteen, fifteen? And then, like, it just kept going. I did it for, like, two minutes. It was so much fun. Yeah, that's what it is now. And then um, uh, one of these things I realized, I'm out, and I've been asking this. Even I even asked it at Go Bananas, you've heard me. Where I was just, where I just went, do you guys have Jews here? Like, is this a thing? And... Uh, and then I was like, you guys should have known I was Jewish when I threatened and started doing when I was auctioning off your cars. Yeah, exactly. Putting a monetary value mm, on the cars, cars that you're currently sitting yeah. in. Yeah, and I did my Jewish place. I was like, oh, we've got a 2013 Chrysler 300M High Kelly Blue Book resale value. <laughs> That's fun as fuck, It was man. so fun, which That's also, awesome. like, I know I'm never going to have that experience again. And I did. I closed on my swinger joke, and then I... I do my hat pitch, which I have a hat now that has a image of me wearing a hat. Pretty fucking funny. Yeah. But also, when you are selling it to complete strangers who don't know who you are, there's they have no interest in wearing a picture of your face. Do you sell any? I sold one to Ricky's wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. 
That's oh, so, baby, I sold one. <laughs> I sold one. So, um, <laughs> dude, this is so funny. I, <laughs> I'm then, I am then, I put the mic back in the stand, and this Dodge Durango just pulls out and just leaves. Drove a car. Just dr- I walked a car. I walked a car. Made a man. Start his car and put it in drive. And you know what? I'm also going to blame Ricky for this one 100%. Because he started the show by saying, hey, you know, like in a comedy show, you can always walk somebody in the crowd. That's always a bad thing. But with a drive-in, you could walk someone and it's the most embarrassing thing ever because they can just pull out and slowly drive away. Yeah. And the whole time I'm just like, don't say that. Yeah. Don't say that. Yeah. You're giving them ideas how they can leave. So he fucking, this guy leaves. Don't tell me he missed. This guy s- drives away and leaves. Turns out next day we found out he, thir- he thought we weren't clean enough. Yeah, of course. I didn't swear. Uh, what's the worst thing I said? Sex. I changed, I kept the sex part in with the swinger joke. And then I changed the, um, the se- sex with my wife to marital relations. Well, which that guy... Is a grade A bitch ass pussy, right? Like Which, imagine being a grown man, right? Imagine being a grown man and going to anything and being upset, and then in the same breath call a generation of people a snowflake, right? Like that guy would call me a faggot for voting for Biden. No kidding, you know. And, he and would then he can't. Yep. Stomach the thought of you talking about sex. It's With like my you're gay. Wife. It's like what right. are you talking about? Yeah. No, man. That is my favorite kind of person. Is someone who's mad at language and cleanliness. Yeah. It's like where do you live, dude? Do you know what? Com- where do you live? Also, stand-up comedy is not supposed to be digested for. Someone who's not looking to hear and also, something that those, will challenge those them. Those people probably love Trump, who is a stand-up comic. No shit, he's the king of improv. He's a roast, in-the-room, crowd-work guy. Of he, course. Dude, if he had been a comic instead of a businessman... He would kill. You're talking about Rodney Dangerfield. Dude, you're, no, you're, you're talking, talking about, about like Jeff what, Ross. Yeah, you're ta- no, dude, but we're ta- I'm saying like... You think legendary. Like, full-blown. You mean like... Um, Don Rickles. One of the greatest of all time. Dude, I have... He's such a con man that he's president. I know. A good con... Like, like not all of them, but, like, sometimes, like, great comics that get to there, they're just con men. Of course. You know? And it's like... Donald Trump is the president. He's the most powerful man in the world. You watch... On paper. Think about this. You watch a comic who's been doing it 25 years, and you're, you're like, if you really examine it, you're like, you haven't told, like, one You haven't said anything. Joke. Yeah. But it's the way that you say and the way you present it. You know all the tricks. And he literally speaks in, like, a cadence that is hypnotic. Correct. He says, he says this, and then he'll say that again, and then he'll say it one more time, and then he'll say, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's like... I'll, you'll try to sit there and watch. You'll be like, okay, fuck. I'll, 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 you know, succumb to the demon that is Twitter. Right. And you'll watch. You'll say, I'm going to watch him talk for a minute at right. the RNC. And then you watch him for a full hour. 
It's entertaining. He sucks you in, and it's like whether it's terrifying or not. Like you said, the word it is entertaining, and it's so scary that like our business world and now our political world has become quite literally entertainment. Right. It's terrifying, but like he's doing the job. It's so fucked. Yeah. Think about this too. Like it's so fucking fucked. I've watched so much. We have over the past five years. When he's reading off the prompter, he's grabbing the podium. He's doing his child twist because he's yeah. hard, hard to focus. Yeah, but, but then like, once, but yeah. once he goes off that prompter, you can tell that he's just riffing because he's doing the the Chris Rock repeat the premise like exactly Kamala Kamala yeah dude nah, 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 he something does. about oh exactly with he dirty repeats show. the premise and then says his and then just burns him and then closes by saying like. Oh, crazy Joe, or or you know, uh, crazy Bernie, or sleepy Joe, and I can't remember if we did it on the pod or not. But that's when he won the election. Is when in the debates, Hillary said, "You can't have a man like this running the Justice Department." And then, completely off cuff, he just goes, "You're right," because then you'd be in jail. Yep. And it was a mic, mic drop. drop that won him the election. Yep, one hundred percent. Because everybody who was on the fence was like. He just schooled this old lady. Yeah. And then everybody that was already going to vote for him was like, I will die for this man. Yeah. You know, it's so fucked. It's so fucked. He's like the perfect evil power that you could have in power right now. It is unbelievable. No one could be worse for America than him right now. Nobody. It's fact, man. Oh, what was so funny was also this guy sitting in the crowd. Uh, you know, John Holmes has that joke where he goes, uh, guys, I don't mean to get political, but it's time. I'm sorry I'm putting you through it. It's time for me to get political. I'm getting political. I think everywhere that doesn't serve alcohol should be BYOB. Yeah. Great joke. Yeah. Um, but when he's saying this, there's this guy. I, I, I shit you not. I shit you so not. So mad. He leans forward in his fucking dumb $12 Walmart lawn chair, slaps his knee so loud, he's like four car rows back, slaps his knee so hard I can hear it and him go, oh, great, here we go, here we go, and then and then when John said that, that guy fucking lost his shit because he baited him, just yeah. like Andrew's joke last night yeah. with the Biden DNC, which such a good... Oh, so funny. So I can't do you it did word it again for tonight, word. And it's so funny, man. Word for word. Did someone bite on it again tonight? Yeah. Okay. What What is it? Well, it's 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 him going in, talking about how much Biden crushed At the, the DNC. DNC. And then people are like, what are you talking about? No, he didn't. And then Rudick does... He does that whole bit so good because he makes fun of everybody on both sides of the party. Right. He, br- he, he, he makes fun of Biden. In. Then he makes fun of uh, McConnell. Then he makes right. fun of Pelosi. Then he makes fun of Trump. Yep. So it's like they're all worth making fun of. Of course. Like Nancy Pelosi's a fucking bitch clown. Oh, more. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Fuck her. She's worth $100 million. She's been in a political position for the last 30 years. Like, she's yep. as evil as all of them. You of know? course. And so is Hillary. And, 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 and so is Biden. And so is anybody who, want, who wants to trick you into thinking right. they give a fuck about you, man. It's right. a fucking job. Kamala Harris slammed the, the door shut on a case about the with the archdiocese in San Francisco about him hiding the fucking the priest, the priest touching the kids. Oh, she's super cop. Yeah, huge. She's a, she's a black woman, so it's like she's the best cop of all because she gets to be a black woman and, and a cop. 
<laughs> you can't fucking touch her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And bite, uh, uh, vote Biden-Harris a million fucking times. Sure. It's, you know, it's that's a, why I love that Settle for Joe Instagram, which is all old uh, Warren and Biden campaign advisors and, and campaign settle volunteers. Settle for Biden. It's all broken, but at least Biden's a fucking corpse. For sure. And it's like, I don't want to be cheering on. Because, I mean, it, it, this sounds all conspiratorial or whatever, but, like, the president is a puppet. Of the reason why Trump is so dangerous is because he refuses to be puppeted. So that is to be celebrated a little bit. It's like, yeah, fuck well, the system. But well, but it's like, but it's it's just too detrimental. Right, he's rigging the system for his buddies. It's just too and, detrimental. And passing all this shit stuff in the in the tax code and everything, giving every corporation a tax break. You know, all of these things, um, and but at the same time, we're worried about him tweeting at 5.30 in the morning spelling words wrong. And that's the problem. Right. If he was just a corpse who had gotten us out of that trade agreement with China, yeah. we'd all be like, damn, this guy rules. You need somebody who is just willing to play the game, because at this point, the the, the whole game board is just fucked. It's, it's just controlled by other people. Right, you're trying The to- CEO of Halliburton... Yeah. is the most powerful person right. in the country. That was the weirdest thing. Like a week ago when Trump came out and just fully acknowledged the industrial military complex. Oh, yeah. He was like, we got to be in the Middle East. So, in his words, so we can keep all these wonderful companies who make the bombs and the guns happy. Yeah. He said that. Yep. And when he said that, I was like, well, goddamn, Donnie. Yeah. Yeah, right on. But it's like he said it as someone who was just kind of being like, yep, it is the way it is. Yep. And like he didn't say it as in fuck it. He was like he just acknowledged it and then was like, and I'm going to appease them. Yeah. So he's like almost what we need. Right. And think about with with what he said about Jizz Tree Maxwell. Yeah, I'm going to keep changing. I wish her, her well. I uh, wish her well. And also like, who knows what, you know, her boyfriend murdered or. Or or he hung him so suicide. We just don't know, you know. Who knows? But you know, there's shady people involved with that. So who knows? It's like, whoa, dude, you are you are perpetuating a conspiracy theory, all about that. And this is also the president who igno- who let us know that aliens are real, and we still haven't even processed. That. Oh, dude, aliens are going to be very real um, by Christmas. <laughs> I think all the stuff that we're getting from the Pentagon. Yeah. Because I mean, if you open up your Google search or your Google app or your MSNBC app or whatever, if you scroll down far enough, fifth or sixth, just about every day is a new story of full blown fucking alien disclosure from our government. Yeah. The Pentagon, yeah. like, Official statements, you know, don't believe anything if you don't want. But, like, as official as our official in quotations get, yeah, they have just let us know <laughs> that UFOs are real. Right. And we've got a couple of them that crap. And, like, so it's disclosure. Like, it's full-blown real. Sure. And I think all of these, like, little pitter-patters in the news and nothing compares to, you know, what's being... Pumped towards us in the form of like Black Lives Matter or mm-hmm. Pedogate or all or Trump or just all of these fucking false flags. Yeah, not that it's false, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like they're just desensitizing to us because on Christmas Day they're just going to be like, 
aliens are real and this senator's an alien. Yeah. <laughs> or just like something crazy. Yeah, yeah Liz, we're all Graham. just so fucking beat down. I know. We're all just so beat down. Like Donald Trump being the president is enough. Right. Just having that volatile of a person. Yeah. Well, and then COVID and then uh, the wildfires and then uh, started the racial off, injustices started and like full-blown riots and looting in major American cities. Right. Think about this. What is so hilarious that these wildfires started because of a gender reveal. My God. What is this world come to where, hey, the world is dry and you could burn down your neighbor's house. Yeah, but I have to let everyone on Instagram know that I'm having a girl. You know what's even worse is we're going to rehear about this story Yeah, in nine months when that baby is born. And they're going to name it, like, Blaze. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to name it, like, Fuego Jones. (laughs) Fuego Jones. And it it will be in the news for another hour. I don't know. I'm just... The thing that is so hard and so scary right now is I'm just so disenchanted with everything. Of course. We... Because, like, here's the thing. I'm over everything. I don't believe anyone. No. I don't either. I mean, there's, like, I believe, like, you, my wife, I mean, maybe that's, I think that's most likely it at this point, where it's like, sure, okay. I mean, like, there's work and stuff, but, like, you know what I mean. You get what I'm saying. So, um, it's also crazy that is now top seven. We're still only down four, but it feels like we are down 29 to nine. It's... the the vibe of this game has put us down by about ten runs right now. Yes, unless yep. Here's the other thing. And this, Billy and Ripken said this on MLB Central to bring it back to baseball. Billy Ripken said in the CBA they need to fight for banning the shift, and I couldn't agree more. Because watching as this team was constructed, have left-handed hitters who could hit singles. Joseph Daniel Votto, Shogo Akiyama. The I mean, Joey just got a hit. Right. He just hit a line drive that hit in the outfield 25 feet in, except the second baseman was playing 30 feet out. Yep. He was playing shallow left field. And this is a guy who has worked on his swing and is a swing, who has his doctorate in swing mechanics. I don't hate the idea of banning a shift. I don't either, because if you look at the numbers, too, you go from lefties hitting it to the right side of the infield going from five years ago to 459 to 305 yeah. now. That's silly. Such a low margin for error now. Agreed. Just let a second baseman be a second baseman. And, yeah. of course, if I had enough time, if we had enough time, and if we had another voice here to sit there, and because I do love the gamesmanship of it. I do love the idea of coaches and players sitting in a film room, breaking down an entire guy's fucking season, knowing what he does. I mean, it just goes with the numbers and sabermetrics that is baseball now, you know? Yep. Like, it is fun. There is some gamesmanship to it. It's fun when your second baseman catches a line drive in short right field. Sure. But ultimately, there's only so much that a player can do in real time to a 98-mile-per-hour fastball to adjust to a shift. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So just, like, let the hitters be able to be hitters. Yeah. Because, I mean, 
It's like the number of the number of fucking hits that have been taken away from guys because of the shift. Like you can point to it and be like, "Yep, that's the evolution of the game," and that's true. But it's also it's like a hitter can't try to hit it like five feet to the left. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. He's like reacting. all you can do is just hit. Correct. You got less than a half a second. Yep. Guys throwing a hundred in your fucking grill. It it just sucks. It like a lot of the times it just. It's it's so much easier to prepare and then re- re- be rewarded on the defensive end. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Couldn't agree with you more. Who is Kurt batting for? Third in the lineup. So that is... Castellanos just K to be Winker or Suarez. Yeah. I think it's... Is it Winker? I don't remember. I'm just so... Because it's a righty. Yep. That's it. You got to swap him out. You got to bring in a cold bat. Instead of just letting the game play out. And the guy who's been struggling at the dish. Awesome. Great move, David fucking Bell. Um, Red Leg Nation put out an article about just the failure of this season. Saying, like, great, 2020 is just a complete failure for the Reds. And it, it they couldn't have been more right. And it's just like they tried and they failed. You did patchwork to try and fix a team, and you needed you. We've talked. We said it earlier. You need the chemistry to make it work, and you can't force that in sixty games. But this same time, and have starting pitching be the focus of a sixty-game season. So, what is working for everybody else in baseball? Just offense, getting on, getting over, getting it. I, I, I don't know how else. To not be pessimistic. I know. I know. Because, and also this is a glaring issue on why you should have signed a shortstop. Galvis has been more patient at the plate. He's getting on base more, but his defense has also cost us games. I mean, Look at what, dude, I hate saying it because we harped on it all last year and we were like, man, he's not a good player. He's not a good player. Look at what Jose Iglesias is doing in Baltimore. I know, man. On fire. I know. I know. It's, uh And I championed him for a little bit, but it, but then but then you're just like, you see everything that everyone says about him and then it's super easy to pass on a guy like Iglesias, but he's got a 1,000% Fielding percentage this year. Right. And he's hitting the cover off the ball. He's getting on. Ugh. What, the other day, what was that, last week he went four for four with a ribby and, like, five ribs. And I was like, ah, wow, someone who can get on at that rate. Yeah. Yeah, and Glacius Glacius on this team would be fun. Also, I think this is hilarious. They're having Red's Appreciation Weekend, and they're having Marty at certain Kroger's. To wheel, they're wheeling out an old man in the age of COVID to go to a Kroger and meet the fans because his son got canceled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit, that didn't even come into mind. He's like, I will risk my life so my son can get back into the booth. What do you think Tom does? Do you think he just goes back to football only? Um, I'm gonna guess. Just going to take a whack at it. Just a hard guess. Strong guess. 
I'm going to guess that they're just going to let everything pass and just let him coast and just let him just be for the rest of the season. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that they would bring him back next year. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't I, surprise me at all. No, he's a, he's a Cincinnati legacy. Yeah, and it would it would only bum me out because I think... He's so bad at his because fucking job. I, dude, like, LeCure has been getting on it a little bit. He hasn't... I think it... I don't know. I think he's... LeCure's done for the season. Well, you, but they've like, had Danny up But there. in that intermediate period where Tommy B was just on the run, like, Sam yeah. got some run... And then I don't know. It just let like fucking Jim Day and Welch and fucking it's been Cowboy fun. let him shine. Like Cowboy and Day, that's like as fun as it gets. That was so much fun. That's as fun as it gets. And you've got Cowboy Day with Sam and Cow- Cowboy and Sam were great. Together. No, they really were, man. Give me an ex player. Don't give me some fucking silver spoon. You know, right. loser. And and I honestly think that Welsh and Tom don't get along. No, wh- they don't have anything to fucking... There's no middle ground. Welsh right. is just like an old fucking... And and also, like, Tom just will shit on him or say something offhanded and just shit on everybody and else Welsh in the crew. And Welsh is just... Welsh is how I wish the Reds played. And it's just so stoked to be there. Yep. So feels blessed, feels fortunate, yeah. and then because of that, gives it all he's got. Do you, like, Welsh rules, man. Yeah, he does. Do you also think with this, especially rolling over to today, and what happened with Bauer in the dugout after that Votto miss? That was interesting. Do you think that is that is just the overall feeling of this season, which Bauer losing his shit, and then just it seems like everyone's playing a little bit more timid and, like, and looking like they're just clocking in, and that's just the attitude, and it's just there isn't a good vibe or there isn't a good energy within the clubhouse and within that dugout. Like, is oh, dude, that the emphasis of 2020? Is oh, just dude. Bauer losing his shit and being like, fucking figure it out. Yeah, the vibe is just so off in our entire clubhouse. And what also sucks is how much they rebuilt and put in these new systems for this year with Allen's, the new hitting coach, and creating instructions for the minor leaguers. A lot of the stuff that they did this offseason, aside from signing those stop gaps in Castellanos, Moose, is um, the fact that they retooled their entire minor league system with Bodie and Allen's. Like and they don't get to implement that this year. Yeah, because oh, those kids aren't even playing. Right there he now. is. It's like he's following us, Billy Hamilton again. Billy Hamilton, pinch running, first base. Yikes! First appearance for the Cubs. Ugh, gross. And this is the guy to steal on, man, Bob Steve. Oh, oh! fucking <laughs> go sit down, Billy. The one had a boy, Tyler. There he is. That's what I like to see. Let's see that again. Fuck yeah, Tyler. Damn, and, and Stevenson Gun. gave him no love at all. That was such a good jump. Damn, did he go off the wow. base? Wow. Hold on. How was he out? What a fucking hose. What a great tag. What a perfect tag. And Yeah, that, you know what that looked like? We're playing the Cubs. That looked like a bias tag. Yeah, it did. He didn't even look. Didn't even. Yo, let's have fucking Stevenson gunning someone out at second to Garcia for the next 10 years. No Fucking shit. Man, that was fun to see, dude. If we're going to try to find a silver lining, 
that's exciting to see. That's the because future. Because Hamilton, best base dealer in the fucking league, right. got an incredible jump. And, bo- uh, dude, Ty Steve fucking hosed him. Hosed. Garcia didn't even look at him. That was a no-look tag. None. That was fire as fuck. That was beautiful. Uh, but overall, I mean, oh, God, we're so scatterbrained, but it really doesn't matter. Um, So Saturday was fine. S- tonight, we had like 20 cars show up, and like they were sitting outside and inside. So it was like, oh, I'm doing jokes. Like I dicked around for a minute. Yeah, it looked But fun. I didn't have to do a hot auction, but I still did some riffs and stuff and had some fun. Um. But overall, man, that one was the was the best one because they paired it with a moot with two movies. Yeah, so it was great. It was so much fun. Um, and Ricky said it, and it makes sense. And Ricky and it was pretty perfect. He goes, "If this is the new normal, and we're doing this at the same time next year, I don't know what the point is anymore." And I'm like, "You are absolutely right. If this is what it is, oh boy." Which, yeah. It's a hard pill to theoretically swallow. Right. And that's what's so scary is that it's just theoretically because we don't know what it is. We know nothing. But, I mean, if we did know for a certain that in September of 2021 we will be lucky to get a couple drive-in or parking lot or side yard shows. Right. What are we doing? Right. I mean the and then also it's just the speakeasy of of the house show this winter, you know? Yeah, I know. So whatever. It is what it is. Um let's uh let's round third and head for home. Shall we? we I shall. feel like it was a good pod. We it went, was it was a we good We went mix. here and there. We talked we talked comedy, we talked baseball right off the rip, we got some reads in, we talked politics, baby, right. the new Nasty Boys got nasty. Right. Also, I would just like to give a shout out to my cousin Cole, yeah. who is a avid listener and just a sweet, sweet, nasty boy. Hell yeah. Yeah, he thinks it's funny that we're called the Nasty Boys, because when he heard that we first had a podcast called the Nasty Boys, he just assumed that we were just like being nasty oh yeah and then you know i, I had to learn the boy on the history of the nasty boys and all that and yeah everything. we're but, the uh, new ones no shout out cole he's down there in nashville tennessee oh, and yeah. and i love you boy i love you man well cole i hope we get to see you soon yeah fuck yeah sometime so we, sooner rather than later we'll be going down there yeah. to tell jokes or he'll be coming up here to watch us do it speaking of nashville did you see what justin timberlake did no dish Dude, Timberlake is now the head of a group and also a large investor on getting a Major League Baseball team to Nashville. No way. That's big that's money. Huge. So that's very exciting. I fucking exciting. love JT, man. That's awesome. It rules. Give us another team, dude. Uh, the I'm Nashville Sounds it. is an excellent minor league organization. Exactly. So yeah. why, just want to, why not take them up a level? And I mean, in that city, is just, even during COVID, it's just popping off. It's exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's exciting. I didn't it's know that. very thing. exciting. Call them the Nashville Insinks for all I give a fuck. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Uh, what do you got? Um, what do I got? Um, I am um, here in town... Uh, every Wednesday up at Go Bananas, I'm going to be doing a show at the Comet at some point in the next couple of weeks. I'm not sure of the date. I'm doing a, some show in uh, 
Anderson, Indiana here in the next couple weeks. Nice. Um, other than that, like, you know, I'm just trying to keep my head on. Gotcha. Trying to be okay, baby. We got those shows up at the parking lot. Those are fun. Um, Sean Patton here this weekend. We got a showcase yep. next weekend. Gino with the double. There he is. There he goes. Um, or a single, because we're playing in Wrigley Field. The yeah. red season in a nutshell. That's it. Shot down the line, one bagger. <sighs> That's fine. Um, coming up for moi, I mean, go up to Go Bananas every weekend. You'll see either one of us, whichever night you go to. When is the next uh, Five Points? That was the other one. Five Points is Five Points Alley. It's behind Gomez Comfort Station and by Fireside in East Walnut Hills. It is Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Those shows have been fantastic. We're gonna... I, is it the next one the 15th? Yeah. Or is it the 22nd? 15th. This 15th? is Tuesday. Okay, cool. It's a good one. It's a really good one. It's um, Wayne, Carl. Carl. Um, who else did we put on that? Ricky's on it. Because I hadn't put him on one yet. Yeah, no. John and I so far, and I think Rachel Cuthbert. So, fuck yeah, it's a good show. Strong show, man. Good show. Um, so yeah, um, please come out to that. And then that Sunday, the twentieth, is Mecca. That'll be a fun show. Dope. So we, Rand and I, still need to book that one. Um, so yeah, pretty fucking pumped. Cool. And then uh, the nineteenth, I'm doing a show for Ron Irvin at. Oh, I forget what it's called. We're watching the game on my phone. I'll find it later. Um, but that should be right into a double play. Oh! Yay! He dropped the ball. An error. Yay! Yay! That's how we win now. Um, so, yeah, I got a bunch of stuff in town trying to make things happen. And, yeah, go up every Wednesday to Bell and the Bear slash Go Bananas in the parking lot. It's fucking fun. Other to say it, dog. We're trying, and we're trying to do everything outside. We're trying to keep it distance. We're just having we're just having a good time making things happen. So, hell yeah. Uh, thank you, Armchair Media, for being our dads. Uh, thank you to the sponsors, betonline.ag and manscaped.com. Thank you, come daddies. And hopefully this is where it all turns around. Who knows? Baseball is a weird sport like that. We could be doing it next week and talking about how we just won five games in a row. Right. And we could also be doing an amendum at the end of this, like turning the recorder back on after the game going, well, actually, they turn it around. So Keep your fingers crossed, Red Legs. Keep them crossed. Thank you for listening. And as always, go Red Legs. You stay nasty. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... 
The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. <laughs> 